Just across the Israel-Palestine border from Jerusalem stands Bethlehem. Like border towns between rich and poor lands all over the world, each day workers with special passes cross the wall from here for higher paying jobs in the far more affluent Israel. While most Palestinians can't cross, foreign visitors generally breeze right through. As long as times are calm, the West Bank's wide open for the adventurous traveler. You don't need a visa, currency's the same as Israel, good guidebooks lead the way, and you certainly won't find any tourist crowds. Taxis await just across the wall, and in minutes, we're in Bethlehem. No longer just the little town of Christmas Carol fame, Bethlehem is a leading Palestinian city. While beloved among Christians as the place where Jesus was born, it's now a predominantly Muslim town. Its thriving old center is a classic Arab market. The main square bustles with commerce. And the traffic circle comes with a memorial to locals doing time in Israeli prisons. Here, immersed in a sea of Palestinian people going about their daily lives, preconceptions can be challenged. Bethlehem's skyline is a commotion of both crescents and crosses, a reminder that the town, while now mostly Muslim, still has many Christians. While all Palestinians are Arabs, not all Palestinians are Muslims. In fact, many are Arab Christians. Nativity Square marks the center of Bethlehem. The Church of the Nativity is built upon the spot believed to be where Jesus was born. Inside, you feel the history. Emperor Constantine, the first Christian Roman emperor, had this church built in 326. The mosaic floor of that original fourth century church is about three feet below today's floor. In the 12th century, that's 800 years later, crusaders ornamented much of the nave with paintings and mosaics. A steady stream of pilgrims and tourists come here from all across Christendom to remember that first Christmas and to pray on the spot where tradition says Jesus was born. Many assume that Palestinian or Arab Christians were converted in modern times, but in fact their Christian roots go all the way back to the time of Christ. By the way, a century ago about 20% of all Palestinians were Christian. Today, that number is down to less than 2%, and most of those live here in Bethlehem. Along with Christians, Muslims are also drawn to this holy site. In fact, for over a thousand years, a mosque has stood just across the square facing the Church of the Nativity. It's Friday, and Muslims have gathered to pray. It's a holy We're joined by my friend and local guide, Kamal Mukarkar, to get the most out of this opportunity to better understand Palestine and its people. So there's churches, but there's mosques also in Bethlehem. Yes. Bethlehem is a very holy city for the Muslims as well as the Christians. For the Muslims, Jesus is their second important prophet. They also believe in Mary. They worship her. She has a whole section in the Quran just named after her. A whole book in the Quran named after Mary. Yes, exactly, and that's why she's very important for them. Kamal coaches a girls' basketball team. One, two, three. His stars are both Christians and Muslims, and we're rooting them on. Yalla, 
After the game, we're dropping by Kamal's place to meet his family and enjoy an evening together. It's typical in Palestinian culture that many generations live under the same roof. We're meeting Kamal's mother, fiance, his sister, and her children. After some good conversation in the living room, Kamal's mother calls us to the dinner table. She's cooked up a classic local stew. Hey, can you explain? Come on, what are we having here? We are having a tajin, yeah. which is uh, so many different kind of uh, vegetables. Tajin with uh, potatoes, zucchini, aubergines, and uh, pepper. And what kind of meat? Beef. 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 I think it's impossible for a traveler to be hungry <laughs> in Palestine. Yes. And the, the food just keeps on coming. Yes. And you have to keep something in your plate. Yeah. Because if you don't keep something in your plate food, you will get another uh, time food. People think that you're still hungry. No wonder, because I'm gaining weight. I'm gonna, I need two airplane seats to fly home. <laughs> As I've learned over and over, getting into a home reminds me how much people everywhere have in common. And sharing a meal gives a wonderful insight into the everyday lives of new friends in faraway places. I think this is a beautiful, beautiful welcome here. And what is that? Bon appetit. Satin. Satin. It's translated, it's cheers to your health twice. Why two Sadie. times for your health? Two times for your health. Yeah. Satin. Satin. Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. 